Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jason Tebs, and it has been a good two weeks, right? The, la- the last two weeks of my life have just been really good, um, which is nice because the beginning of February, I was nigh on depressed. I was incredibly sad. I just felt so overwhelmed. I just felt like things were completely in the pooper and I, I was I was not having a good time but things have definitely turned around and these last two weeks of my life have actually been very good um and a lot of that just has to come with perspective right on the the 12th of February and it's the 23rd now uh it, it was a Friday and I was like you know what today's Friday I'm going into the weekend I I'm gonna have a good day I'm, I'm going to make sure my day's good. I'm going to work hard at work. I'm going to get the things done that I need to get done. I had an exciting weekend ahead of me. Um, or I just had the weekend ahead of me and it was going to be a three-day weekend. So that was exciting. And I was just like, you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's go. Let's get this bread. And I, I kind of willed myself into a good day. Because before that, from essentially like the 1st to the 11th, I was just miserable. I was, I had a ton of anxiety, I had a ton of stress, I was just not in a good place uh, at the beginning of this month, and it really turned around on the 12th, and I was like, hey, let's let's buck, buckle down, uh, let's get going, and since then, not that, not that everything's been perfect, obviously, you know, we had the allergy scare with my, with my kid, uh, some days you're just not as motivated to work as others, like, that's gonna be natural, but from where I was, I've made leaps and bounds of improvement um, now than I was a couple days ago. And I don't know if there's like one specific exact thing that happened. Um, I, it wasn't that I just like, oh, I flipped my happy switch on and here I go. Uh, there was that little bit of a, okay, my life's not going to get any better if I just sit here and wallow in self-pity. Like, I have to confront what's going on, um, and I have to put in the work to turn things around. Um, so in that way, I guess I kind of flipped a switch. But other things just kind of like, not that they fell into place, but I, I did see the fruits of my labors pretty quickly, where it's like, okay, things are working a lot better. I'm doing a lot better. Things are getting done. Um, a lot of my stress and anxiety was, was r- work-related. Um, just things weren't going super great at work and I, I feel like I've really turned it around and things are going so much better. Um, and I, I do have, I have like my dad to thank for that. Cause I had a, a really long in-depth conversation with my dad, um, just talking about life and work and careers and figuring it all out and adulting, uh, just conversations with my bosses where I'm like, Hey, you know, I, I just need to reset. I need to form proper habits. Like, let's go. And I just, I got in a better mindset of, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do well. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna get the the results I need. And and so far it's working. And I, I hope that I can maintain this momentum and, and carry it forward and really turn things around because work, 
not that it's the same for everyone, but it's it's necessary for the majority of the people, right? We need to go to work. We have bills to pay. We have expenses. It's it's required for the most part. Like you, you have to work, and not everybody has jobs they love. Not everybody has you know jobs that are paying incredibly well. Not everybody feels fulfilled while they're at work it's it's a sad reality but it it's reality and i don't have the answers of how all that's going to change and that's not what this is going to be about but because it has to be done right it the work has to be put in to achieve the results needed i'm like i i gotta do the best i possibly can i i can't slack up i can't let things slide and sure, I, I wish like, oh, I wish I was doing this other thing. I wish I could be doing X, Y, Z. But it's like, hey, I, I have the job I have, so I might as well make the best of it. And I'm definitely in a better position than a lot of other people, so I might as well be grateful for that. I'm in a better position now than I was previously. I'm not just, I'm, I'm talking like this job compared to my previous job. So I might as well take advantage of that. Like, why let a good thing go? Um, I was watching a I was watching an interesting video by um, Justin Tron Tran Justin what's his name let me uh, Justin Tran no not Justin Tran what's his name Con Justin Con okay oh Justin Con I was just spelling it wrong I was watching a video by Justin Con and probably nobody knows who he is or very few people that listen know who he is but. Justin Kahn is the founder of the website Justin.tv, which later became Twitch.tv. So Justin.tv was like the live streaming predecessor to Twitch. Twitch was like, hey, we're taking a segment of our live streaming platform for specifically gaming and we're calling it Twitch. Since then, Twitch has been purchased by Amazon. And he was talking about um his whole experience with selling his company to Amazon and how that all happened and Justin was talking about when he was selling his company to Amazon well at the time he was he had other offers from other companies but he was explaining like hey you know we had this offer from Google then we had this offer from Yahoo and then we took the offer from Amazon and at the end of the video, he said, here are some tips for selling your company. And one of those tips was sell when you don't feel like you need to sell. And essentially that boils down to if you feel like you have to sell your company, like you're backed into a corner, you, you don't think you're going to be you're going to be able to make it. So you're going to sell it off to just try and recoup costs and land on your feet again. He's like, that's when you're going to get an offer and accept an offer way lower than what it's actually worth. But if you sell when you don't feel like you need to, when you feel like, hey, everything's going good, I could I could keep at this, I'm I'm making I'm making money, um, things are going well, then you have the the mindset, the power and the time to negotiate your position. So he had an offer from Google that was really low and they're like, hey, we could do we could do more, we could do more, we could do more. Then they got an offer from Yahoo, which was worth a certain amount. And I forgot exactly why they didn't accept the Yahoo offer. And then they got an offer from Amazon slightly lower than the Yahoo offer. Um, if I 
recall correctly. And they ended up selling for, I think, just over a billion dollars to Amazon. But he was like, we didn't have to take that initial Google offer because things were going well. Like we had faith in the company that, hey, it's it's going to grow. It's going to be huge. It's going to be worth a lot more. We don't need to sell it right now. We are okay to hold on to it. We don't need to sell to Google. Um, to where I think it was a, a hundred and something, 200 million that Google initially offered them. And then they end up selling for a billion to Amazon. Like, of course, they got the better end of the deal at the end, right? They Or they got a much better deal at the end because they were willing to wait. And so he, he translated that to like searching for a job. Um, and he's like, look, if, if you're in a job, look like you can look for a job while you're at a job and you don't need one. And looking for a job when you don't need one, you have more power to negotiate your position. Um, and I, w- I was thinking about that related to the experience that I've been having is earlier in the month, I just felt backed into a corner. I felt like things weren't going to work out. I-, I felt desperate. And for anybody that searched for a job while they're desperate, it sucks. It's the most miserable thing to do. So I was like, hey, I need to make sure that what I'm doing right now is going to work out. Not that I'm, you know, looking to jump ship, but I just need to make sure that I'm okay where I'm at now. So if I ever am in a position to negotiate, I can negotiate to the best of my ability and take the best possible offer. Because let me tell you, I am not about to go searching for a job when I desperately need one. It's so demoralizing. It's, It's the most miserable experience. Job hunting is the most miserable experience when you feel backed into a corner and like you're desperately, like when I was looking for this jolt job or not specifically this job that I have, um, but when I was looking for, um, a job while at my last company, it's like, sure, I technically didn't need one, but I was so miserable where I was at. I was just looking for anything to get me out of what I was doing. And I actually ended up with a fantastic offer that worked out incredibly well. Um, and I was, I actually, but the thing is like, and I tried to negotiate, right? I tried to negotiate some things. Um, ultimately, I didn't get those things, but it's it's whatever. I, I at least was willing to negotiate because what they offered was like, okay, that's kind of the bare minimum I'm willing to accept, but let me just see if I can get a little more. Um, but at, at the end of it, it's like, while looking for the job before I found the job that I currently have, it, it was an awful, miserable experience. I hated it. I just felt like I was going nowhere. I felt trapped. And I was like, I'm not I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to be in that position again. I can't be in that position again. It's so debilitating. I have way more riding on me now than I did then. Um, mainly, like, I have a mortgage that costs more per month. Um, our child, his expenses have gone up because we have him in daycare now um and like my wife doesn't make enough to cover our expenses if she were to work solo so I got back on the horse things have been going a lot better and it's it's just been so refreshing to be able to breathe again or feel like I can breathe again I'm gonna take a quick break and then I will be back with more so at my current job I am a customer success manager, um, in other words, also been used like account manager, client manager, account executive, right? A lot of different words kind of get used for what I what I do. My company says customer success manager. So essentially, like I have a portfolio of clients 
that I help make sure that they know how to use our software, uh, that they're all taken care of, answer their questions, try and get more customers, try and retain customers. The bulk of my job or the, the main focus of my job is retention, right? And like occasionally I'll just see, hey, what's what's out there in the world? You know, what what places are hiring, what jobs are available? And so often, like, okay, there are a lot of customer success jobs in the world. There are a lot of like sales positions in the world. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. I don't know if I moved to another company, if I would want to do exactly what I'm doing right now. Because it's like, if I'm going to be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, why don't I just stay at the company I'm at? Unless I'm going to get paid way more at a different company. Because I do like the company. I do like the people I work with. I like the product we offer. Um, I like the flexibility that this company that I work with allows me. So why would I why would I go somewhere else unless it was like a huge paycheck where I could definitely see the benefits of switching. But, you know, I, I still look at around at what's out there and sure there are times where I'm like, Oh, it'd be interesting to do a slightly different position, something marketing related. Um, I don't know enough code to do something development related, but I know a little bit of coding and I can Google stuff pretty well um, and find answers. So, you know, maybe that or just other things. But it's like, I don't have any sort of marketing background or marketing degree. I don't have any sort of coding background or coding degree. I don't have any sort of like engineering background. So sometimes I feel like, oh, shoot, I am, I'm kind of stuck in the industry I'm currently in. You know, this, this client relation, retention, service. Like, because my degree is family finance and personal financial planning. And it's like, I realize that I don't want to be a financial planner just because I am not great at, I'm not great at prodding people into telling me like, hey, what's your financial situation? Let me get you on this product to make it better. I feel like that's incredibly invasive. Um, I'm more than willing to like look over somebody's finances if they come to me and they're like, hey, I, you know, I have these questions about my finances. Can you help me? Yeah, sure. It's just like calling, you know, I did this little tester thing with this company where they're like, hey, if you want to get a little bit of practice of what we do, call people up and ask them these questions and then ask for a lead for somebody else. And I realized I absolutely hated doing that, which is why I'm not in sales. I'm more in customer retention because I'm like, hey, you're already a customer. Let me just answer your questions. Let me take care of you. I'm, I'm fine doing that. But I don't think I'm a great, like, personal salesman, <laughs> if I if I could say that. I'm great at, like, client relations. I, I love building relationships with these clients. Love talking to them. Love working with them. You know, when I'm actually talking to people, I, I enjoy it. And I love being creative. So part of me is like, man, like, getting into marketing stuff sounds fun or community management stuff sounds fun. I would love to do that. Um, especially if it's something that I'm like passionate for. Uh, like there's this, this company Intrepid Studios. Um, they're, they're building an MMO RPG. So, uh, an online video game. Um, and there was a community manager position. I was like, Hey, you know, that that's interesting. I want to look more into that. Um, and I was talking to them and they're like, Hey, you know, what you're doing now isn't exactly par or isn't exactly in line with like what a community manager would do. Obviously you have some skills that would translate over and 
there's stuff that you could learn easy enough. But for the exact things that a position like this would be looking for, you know, you don't have the exact portfolio or background to show off that you've done it before. Not that you couldn't do it and not that you don't have the skills to learn that. It's just if you had that upfront evidence, that would, that would help your case. So I'm like, man, I, I don't have any sort of portfolio that could lead me into any sort of any other industry. But that doesn't mean like I wouldn't be able to do those things. So essentially where I'm going with this whole roundabout thing is if I'm secure in the job that I have right now and I'm doing things like, yeah, this podcast and putting up TikToks and occasionally Twitch streaming and um, trying to grow like my own social media presence and just kind of like doing the things that I find fun and showing like, hey, I do these things in my own personal life. Like I have these skills. I could translate them over. Um, then my options like open up plus, you know, as uh, like Justin Khan was saying in that video, look for a job when you feel like you don't need one. It, it gives you that confidence to be like, Hey, I, I don't absolutely need something right now. So I'm willing to look into these other things. Cause if I lost, if I lost my job today, heaven forbid, but if I lost my job today, I would look for essentially the exact same job that I have right now, but with another company, because I could be like, hey, I've done this before, right? I would feel like that's that's the one place I could jump in, be like, hey, I've done it. Like, I could get a job again doing the same thing. It's like, you know, when my wife was working for jobs, she's like, well, I've done retail management before. I could easily get a retail job. She's like, maybe it's not like my my dream or what I thought I'd be doing with my life, but she's like, I know I'm good at it. I have a proven track record of being good at it. I know I could do it again. So it's the same thing. Like, sure, if I desperately needed a job, like, okay, I've done client retention. I could do client retention again. Uh, I could do customer success. I've done it before. Like, okay, there we go. But if I want to look into other things, you know, I got to give myself the breathing room and opportunity and time to to look into these things. Okay. Exactly. What are they looking for? How does that relate to what I do? What can I build up on my own to show that like, Hey, I've done something similar to broaden my horizons, broaden my options. Last thing I'm going to end with just a really quick anecdote at my company. The VP of sales was like, Hey, I want to talk to everybody in the customer success department, uh, to try and align or just try and see where everybody's at, see if anybody has some great ideas for the company, align the sales team with customer retention team, um, and just get feedback on things in a broad sense. And one of the first questions, I think it was the first question he asked, was what gets you out of bed and gets you to work? Like when you wake up, what is that thing that says, hey, I'm actually going to get to work today and do it? And I was like, look, dude, if we're coming to brass tacks, if I'm going to be 100% honest, a paycheck. And he laughed at that. And he's like, no, that's completely fair. That's that's true for most people. Um, and I was like, if, if we're looking beyond a paycheck, I do like talking to people and I like helping them out. And I like, I like when somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, Jason, you've been a fantastic help. Um, couldn't have done it without you. Or it or maybe they could have done it without me, but hey, it was way easier with you. I feel way more confident now because I was working with you. I'm like, yeah, that's very fulfilling. So I'd say beyond a paycheck, that's probably the thing that gets me to work and actually talking to these people. But, and I'm sure it's the same with 
many, many people. Like, if I didn't need this paycheck, I wouldn't have this job. I'd be doing something else. Plain and simple. And every company has to understand that. Every employee has to understand that. I don't know if there's a single person in my whole entire department where if they didn't need a paycheck, they would be at this job. I'm not saying people don't like their job because I like my job. There are other people in in my department that really like their job and they're like, yeah, because I do need a paycheck, this is this is a really pinnacle place to collect a paycheck. I perfectly understand that. But if it, if it all came down to it, I don't think a single one of them would be, myself included, in this given position if we didn't need a paycheck. And that probably goes for every single company. Now, there are some people that like they might be retired and they might go into consulting or do something part-time just to have something to do with their time. They might do something a little easy, take it easy, where they can interact with people, use their brain, get out of the house. There, There is that portion of it. And I'm like, listen, if I had all the money in the world where I, I didn't need a job, I still think I would do something to a degree where I could be like, hey, you know, I want to be involved. So I could talk to people. I could collaborate with people, be creative with people, um, get out of the house occasionally. Like I too would do stuff, but I would do it on my own terms and exactly my own terms at only the times I needed to do it. So yeah, I, I told the VP of sales, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, the thing that gets me out of bed is a paycheck. And he's like, that's, that's completely fair. And hopefully one day I'll be in a position where I'm like, I don't need this paycheck anymore. And I can make the exact decisions that I want to make. A lot of people that comes into retirement, they've saved up for years. They've worked for years, 40, 50 years of their lives. And they're like, yep, I have it. So I can end my days just kind of doing what I want to do. I don't have to work until I die. A lot of other people, they, they don't have that luxury and they end up having to work until the day they die. But because I am in a position where it's like, I do need a paycheck. I need to provide for me. I need to provide for my family. I need to make sure I'm in the best position to negotiate that paycheck for my max benefit, whether it's with my current company or with a company in the future, in my current position, a different position, a a different industry, a different job description, whatever it might be. And at the beginning of February, I definitely wasn't in that position but I like I'm getting back on the horse. I'm I'm moving forward, and I'm like, listen, I I'm making sure that I'm solid, and that I can put myself in the best position possible. And that is kind of the thing that drives me, or has been driving me. It's like I've got to make sure I am good to go. I I, I can't let myself slip up and fall into a place of desperation. So thanks for listening, Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. I don't know why I said that so weird. Tebs Talks. Tebs Talks. Tick Tock. Tebs Talks. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate. Like, favorite, share, follow, rate. Okay, that's all five. Yep. The podcast. Whatever you do on your respective platform, it means a whole lot to me. Um, go ahead, visit jasontebs.com where you can see kind of other stuff I do. I need to get back on there and update some things. Um, like, first and foremost, like, write more blog entries. Uh, and you know, make sure that website is the best that it can possibly be. But other than that, again, thanks for listening. It means a lot. Have a fantastic day and I'll catch you on the next episode of Tebstacks, the Premier Useless Podcast. Peace.